years. Welcome to the Eagles Nest 365. You with us? You with us? You ready to ride out there? I mean, yeah. There's only real Eagles fans around here. The Nest. You ready? You ready? All my diehards, are you with me? We representing Eagles, that's 360. Coming up from the bottom to the tip end. Fly Eagles, fly people's floor, are you with me? Another fantastic edition of the Yo Show. Yo, yo, Jeff the Shark Perini, Jewel, you got another thing coming, Tatey. We're gonna keep giving nicknames, new nickname every day until it's. <laughs> that works. <laughs> we'll start off with that one. Yeah, that one stunk, but that's all right. Um. TGIM, another thank God it's Monday episode of the Yo Show coming to you live on the Stoop Radio Network, of course, carried by talkradio.com. Again, I am Jeff Shark Peruni. With me, as always, the beautiful, the lovely, the giggly, the glowing, the hostess with the most, the suddenly blushing <laughs> a little bit, shaking her head to say it's enough nickname. Jewel Tady. Jewel, good evening. Good evening, Jeff. How are we doing? I'm doing good. Jewel's got a little flash going on over there. She's fanning herself off with her hand. You know, it was a close call yeah. tonight. <laughs> I'm just it trying was. To Jewel, uh, get my bearings. <laughs> I gotta say, since we uh, we made our comeback, all seven episodes of it, knock on wood, we've been pretty good with technical. And then all of a sudden, about four minutes before showtime, Jewel just <laughs> vanished. Everything went yeah. down. Couldn't hear nothing. Whew. I need it. Congratulations, and thanks, of course, for being here. Uh, we did not come at you Wednesday. We had a mutual group scheduled for Wednesday, and um, got a little hairy, so we uh, we did do a show Wednesday night. I never missed us. I missed us. I always miss us when we're not here. Me too. I know. It, it, thanks for being here. <laughs> um, let's kind of get right to it, because this story broke... Um, Maybe about an hour ago, Jewel brought to my attention for doing some research. Um, TV icon, the legendary Precious Right host, Mr. Bob Barker, 24 years old, rushed to the hospital uh, complaining of severe back pain. I remember uh, it was back when my mom had severe back pain, upper back. That's a sign of a heart attack. If it's in your upper back, then it's really severe. Uh, lower could be. Lower could be 
things. Could it be he locked something up, or could be a cancer care, or something of that nature. A lot of things can be. Uh, so, of course, Joel and I want to extend out a uh, get well and hope. Which is, of course, for Bob Barker. Price is right, Joel. It always brings me to this, and everybody says it. Everybody. No matter how old you are, really. I, I know people in their 50s all say the same thing. Price is was like that show, like if you're a kid and you're homesick from school, you watch Price is Right. If you're home during day, day off, you watch Price is Right. Were you a big Price is Right fan, Joel? Oh, yeah, I love the Price is Right. Um, and Bob Barker was so cool, and he was such a animal advocate. He always told you to spay and neuter your pets. Um, right. But you got to love it. 94 years old. I think he, he – so the news broke. Um, he had a bad fall, I think, last week. But okay. up until then, he was doing good. Like he was doing his own chores. Uh, people saw him taking out his own trash. So um, yeah, we wish him all the best. And Drew Carey's holding down the prices right for it. And you gotta love that show. I do. Always love the prices right. Um, yeah, Bob's ninety four. Uh, martial arts expert. Apparently, ladies' man. Ooh. <laughs> yeah, won't touch that one. Um, favorite Price is Right game? I love the wheel. The wheel? Alright. Yeah, I mean, it's always, you know, you always want the chance to spin that big wheel. And I always wanted to spin that wheel. Always did. Right. Uh, I'm a Plinko guy. Love Plinko. Ah, that's too much chance. It seems it too is. erratic. It's all chance. <laughs> it is erratic. It's all chance. Uh, I bet my least favorite, not my least favorite, but the one always aggravating me is that little mountain climber dude. That horrible yelling music. It was so hard. People you always miss that poor bastard always fall, fell off the edge. Yeah. And the and the prices, because excuse me, prices change for every state that you're in. So prices can fluctuate. <laughs> exactly. I mean like, you know, um we have uh, rice rooney the San Francisco tree. How much is that rice rooney Um Dollar eighty nine, Bob. And next thing you know, it's like thirty seven dollars for a bag of rice and Well, if I get rice and at the Aldi, I'm pretty sure I can get dollar eighty. <laughs> we should do that, Bob. Or now, Drew. Drew, what store am I buying this? Is, is this like dollar store rice and Or am I at a legitimate supermarket? Am I at like Wegmans? Because oh, there's a lot higher. Yeah, you got so many factors. Kind of so uh, get well, Bob Barker. Ninety four years old. We hope for the best. Uh, if anything breaks. Keep an eye on it. Right here. We're actually doing updated news stories. Wow. Whoa. On the wow. scene. Instead of stuff that's like uh, a week old that Jeff stumbles upon and we start talking about it. And well, not, a week ago, anymore. we had on the guys that were the girls. What are the that's guys? Right. That's right. The girl guy girls known as the uh, strawberry girls. So we thank them. They came on Monday. Um, like breaking news, all is going nuts. Uh, Pittsburgh Steelers running back and longtime holdout Le'Veon Bell will not report to the team this week. Expected it would be done by the bye week, and he would be in camp on time for the trade deadline. Still has not rejoined the Steelers. Le'Veon Bell's in your fantasy football team. I guess the time's come to drop. Whoops. Thank you, Le'Veon Bell. All right, hard got him in three leagues. Check. Let's get down to business of what we got going on here tonight because Jewel Tatey has been pounding the pavement, working the phones and the internet, 
emails, gmails. He's getting some great guests, and tonight, no exception. Originally born in France, moved to Chicago. Outstanding singer-songwriter. Seems like a nice young man as well. Mr. Matt Legrand joins us tonight. Woo! Very, very excited. Yeah. Very excited. Matt is uh, kind of a pop-style music. It's it's good stuff. We have a pair of songs tonight, 12 a.m. That's not the time we're going to hear it. That's the name of the song. Uh-huh. We're going to be dancing. We're going to be dancing. I'm definitely going to be dancing at 12 a.m. I, I heard it already. Um, the other <laughs> song is who? What? Who? Me? Me? <laughs> you know, it's great. Me and Joel usually, uh, you know, we get a few minutes for about a few minutes, maybe like a half hour for the show starts. We start running down some stuff, and uh, Joel said, "Don't forget, we got two songs. We got 12 a.m. and we got who." And I looked and I said, "Who?" She goes, "Yeah, who? H O W? Who?" Of course, Joel, as you know, has recently became a um, preschool teacher, so. <laughs> Not being able Trust to spell me. who is not not quite the direction where you want <laughs> our children going. It's fine. As long as we play this song. You you don't have to listen That's to right. me. <laughs> exactly. All right, so let's get to top five list. Top five. Top five list. You didn't know it had its own theme song now, did you? <laughs> Neither did I. Yeah, yeah. No. Yeah, my apologies to Matt Legrand. We're gonna have to call it quits here tonight. <laughs> Maybe like he can a do different... a ditty for us. <laughs> yeah, there you go. Top five, it's the top five. But seriously, it is top five. And um, normally we dedicate it to our guest, but tonight we didn't because we're dedicating it to probably the biggest news story throughout the country. The contest is called Mega Millions. It's not even Mega Millions anymore. It's now Mega Billions. $1.6 billion is on the line uh, for the tomorrow night. Mega Billions. $1.6 billion. Jules listened to the radio today, and they said automatically the winner is automatically uh, a member of Forbes' wealthiest people in America. Get out. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well. I can just buy a ticket. $1.6 billion. No, wait. Can we still buy tickets? Oh, yeah. It drawings tomorrow night. You can buy tickets. Okay. I think the drawing goes off at 11 for Mega Millions. I could be wrong. $1.6 billion. Wow. Man, well, I did you know, Jeff, in your neck of the woods, there have been, like, three recent lottery winners really? up in that area. Like, big ones, like million-dollar winners. So, Man. anyone has a chance. $1.6 billion. I would totally keep my day job. <laughs> I would. My day, my day job would be, yeah. My day job would be counting, trying to count 1.6 billion, which would take years. Um, right. So a quick top five. Mine's kind of crappy. We'll do it anyway. Top five things you would do if you hit the lottery, 1.6 billion dollars. Doesn't be what you buy. Doesn't be anything like that. Just things you would do. I got some things I would do here, and I'll, I'll get the ball rolling. No jewel loss when I go first. Number five, I would, I would buy <laughs> yellow breakup on a server. And again. Okay. Uh, so number five, I would buy a gigantic 
dog farm. Our house dogs. Dogs don't have a home. Dogs that are sick. New dogs. Puppies. And run dog tours and tons of food and always feed and make sure they have warm places to sleep and lay. Gigantic dog farm. Fucking acres and acres. That's one thing I would do with uh, $1.6 billion. Uh, number four, of course, you got to go to some charities. Uh, Ronald McDonald House, uh, cancer awareness, stuff like that. Just a lot of charities to donate to. And a lot of people out there are very unfortunate that could use good fortunes of uh, $1.6 billion. Uh, number three, I would do a program, and a former NFL player does this, uh, Warwick Dunn, a program where you do houses for single moms. Homes. You know, single moms have it tough out there. Um, and a lot of times it's, you know, the story of the, the dad's just not around, and, and it's tough. So home program for single moms and their children and, and trying to make a better life for people. So first three things are me giving. Number two, of course, I would build a gigantic studio with a special jet airplane to fly guests in to be on the Yosho. <laughs> so yeah. Oh, yeah. I would, we would be based in the Philly Langhorn area still. We would get a jet to fly people out, pick them up and fly them down. Uh, I'm on the other show and fly them back out. That would be absolutely great. amazing. And number one, of course, I would just travel the world. There was nowhere that I wouldn't want to see. I would want to see the world and just enjoy it. Because obviously I'm not working anymore. So. Yeah. <laughs> so that's Man, I, yours is so charitable. Mine seems kind of selfish. Definitely nice. <laughs> well, I got to go now, and everyone's going to name me. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Number five, um, pay off my student loans. <laughs> pay off my student <laughs> loans. And, and that is combined with traveling because, you know, I, I'm not in debt, but I do have student loans. So, hey, here you go, Penn State. Take all my money. Um, Number four. Um, I've been with my significant other coming up on 10 years, and I think we deserve to have a pretty dope wedding. So I would have, like, probably the best wedding you've ever seen. And I would have every musical guest perform, and then I would have every guest that we've had on attending, because that would be great. Wow. All right, so I want to sit at the table with uh, Madeline Seaman and Jessica (laughs) Barth. And uh, Bobby Brown and Erica Eric Leniak. Leniak. <laughs> Just don't invite my wife because there's no room for her at that table. Oh, God. Brianna James. Oh. And, uh, man, my table's getting crowded. Go ahead. He was, uh, oh, oh, I'm with my husband. Never mind. Okay. <laughs> yeah, it's her wedding. Shuck. Yeah, right. Whew. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Moving on. Um, number three. Uh, I would buy my house that I live in. Um, I would buy a house down the shore. Weather is pretty, and that it would be a very big home studio. You're breaking up a little bit. I got house, I got sure house. Okay. And my house. (laughs) (laughs) And your house, I got that. Number two. With this studio, it's all combined. Um, Number two, obviously. I would hope my family and friends, everyone who's been visited out. All right. And number one, I would set up my daughter for her future, whatever she may want to do. That's, that's my top five. 
cancel that. I forgot to put that on. That's number six. I'm buying your daughter from you. Oh, okay. <laughs> She's already <laughs> developed. She's adorable. She's the cutest little girl ever. <laughs> ever. I missed her number two. Your number two got into a little bit of static. What was your number two again? I'm sorry. Oh, I would just take care of all my family and friends. Buy them houses. Mm-hmm. Buy them cars. Huh. Pay off their debt. Um, it's funny because people really don't realize how big $1.6 billion is. That is a lot of money. Yeah, that's So yeah, crazy. you can do all that. You can buy people houses, cars, you know, <laughs> still have plenty to go around. So great list. And that, of course, like I said, tomorrow is the drawing again. I got to get out get some tickets. Uh, I hate to be that guy, but I'm going to pray to my mom and dad in heaven and say, your little boy needs $1.6 billion. Not a lot. Yeah. 1.6. It's like not even a, a big number. It's a one, but a point six. That's not big. It's little. And, it's and you can buy Derek Jeter's castle. Derek Jeter's castle, which is on <laughs> sale for a piddly $15 million. What's that? Jump change. 1.6 billion. I buy 10 of them. And Jennifer Lopez could come visit me in Oldham. I oh, know that's um, Alex Rodriguez. Hey, Ron. I blew it up. Yeah, shoot extender tour. So I guess Jeter is uh, separating himself from New York as much as possible. Probably using that $15 million to uh, build his investment in the uh, Miami Marlins. Oh, well. I just saw yeah. A Rod on the Kardashians. Oh, God. <laughs> A Roy. I'll affiliate it. Not a fan. Not, Not a fan a of A Rod. Big cheater. Let's get to some music. A Rod is not going to spoil my mood tonight. It's as hard as you try. <laughs> <laughs> Last week, Joe Rogan ruined my night. A Rod's trying to ruin my night. I'm not even going to talk about the team in green. Not even doing that tonight. Honors will play uh, Sunday morning. Don't forget, 9.30 a.m. Sunday morning, Eagles in London versus Jacksonville Jaguars. I'm able to pull out a winner three and four after yesterday's horrible loss. It's like a monumental loss. A lot of people on the radio today are calling it like the worst loss in franchise history. Get out. Hey, 17 nothing with a team that their quarterback had 68 yards passing like into the fourth quarter. Like 200 more yards in the fourth quarter. Well, they played well in the beginning. I don't know what the heck happened in, in the end. And, of course, it doesn't get any better for them because the uh, their rivals there, the Dallas Cowboys, uh, made a trade today and acquired wide receiver Amari Cooper from Oakland. 25 yeah. years old. Cooper's already been to two Pro Bowls. That's not looking good. There's tons of news of guys who want to get traded, tons of players available. I don't Trades aren't that common in football, so I don't think we'll see the Eagles do much. Um, and they don't deserve a lot of my time because I got music to listen to. I got some bands to do. Matt Legrand is on the night, and we're going to start off with his tune. This is a great one. Uh, it's been out for a few months, but it's still fairly new, and, and we really love it. Uh, it's called 12 a.m. I'm going to tell you right now, if you're out there listening, you're going to have to get up out of your seat, and you're going to have to move your body to this tune because it's just that good. It, it, it's a dance number. I love it. 12 a.m., <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Tonight's guest, Matt Legrand, here on the Yo Show. Check it out. We'll be back to you in about four minutes.
Anybody ask you what time it is and it is midnight, I am going to say it is one two double oh a.m. I'm like, I'm, going, it. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to get like a finger motion. I kept trying to do like a finger motion to do a one two double oh. I couldn't really get the a.m. down fast. Jeff enough. is dancing up a storm in the studio. I love it. That's a great, great song. I said we get guests on here and their music to me sounds like it could be on any radio station. From what you're hearing right there, I mean. Like the Aaron stuff we were telling Aaron Paul a few weeks ago. And same thing with that song. That, that's definitely a radio song. I like it. Oh, for sure. It's such a short song. It makes me just want to be young again and, and hit the clubs <laughs> and dance. <laughs> uh, says the 31-year-old to the old I, granddaddy here on the other side. You didn't have to say my age. Now I just feel super old. Wow. Not you. Different. Jeff. Somebody else. <laughs> Put you on blast. Yeah, my God. You're so ancient. 30 is the new... Uh, 30 is the new 29. 
Right. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. <laughs> when you're young and vibrant looking like us, age does not matter. I'm in bed by one, two, double O A M. I'm in bed by uh nine zero zero AM <laughs> PM rather. Nine double O PM. Just going to bed. Just going to bed. Boo-da, boo-da. We have to play this at the Halloween bash. Oh yeah. Oh absolutely. That's definitely uh the wife reminded me today, this uh, Saturday, by the way, is our big Halloween bash. We had a great one last year. This year, plans on just as good, hopefully bigger and better. Uh, and the wife's like, remember, i got to get a dance list so people can dance. Now, to me, I mean, I don't think heavy metal music is going to cut it. Ain't nobody dancing to that, so. Nope. But they will be dancing to 1-2, O-A-M. And not only that, I'll tell you what. I'm going to play it at the Halloween party around. That's a New Year's Eve jam right there. There you go. Yeah, not only that, because uh, last year, we're probably going to do the same thing this year that we did last year. Last year, we went to uh, Macaroni's at uh, P-Square Lounge in Northeast Philly. Oh, yeah. And they had, um, they had like a, a buffet of some nice foods, and uh, they had like an open bar. I think it was like $50 a person, which was peanuts because it was such a great time. And uh, they have a DJ, and the DJ last year was a guy that did my brother's wedding, so we know him. So I'm going to ask him if he could play one, two, double O A M. That's awesome. It, that it really be. feels like a, a summer jam to me, though. Like it, it, it's got a very summery feel, and the video is awesome too. So if you want to go check it out on YouTube, go look at the video. Definitely check it out. Um, he's a um, he's an attractive young man as well. So you're not going to mm-hmm. see some ugly, oogly guy singing. <laughs> no, <laughs> definitely not. <laughs> yeah, not like what you get if you watch the live version of the Yo Show with uh, Jeff here, and his pajama pants and sweatshirt. <laughs> oh please! <laughs> <laughs> studio wear. We dress to the nines in the studio. <laughs> That's right. We're decked. I'm lying. I have that. There's nights that I get all dressed up, and there's nights right. I, uh, I I slum it. You should have broke out the party lights tonight, Jeff. I got the party lights right here. Do, 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 do. Oh, yeah. What? Oh, yeah. Look at that. I'm in a mini club in here. It is a mini club. That's what we need. Um, got some new pieces, too, that um, the wife brought home uh, that originally belonged to her aunt and her aunt handed down the made of beauties. One is a... Uh, gold record of Frank Sinatra's My Way, and it's in a plaque with a picture of Sinatra and a uh, signature card. What? Yeah, serious. The real deal. Awesome. Yeah, follow me over here. Follow me studio way here. Jewel and I are going to walk across. Don't don't step on that. Don't step on that. (laughs) Don't step on uh, that. What? Okay. Wow. Yes. Look at that. Very impressive. Impressive. Yeah. Stuff. Gold Shoot. record, uh, only five thousand made. This is number one thousand fifty-four of five thousand made. It's got a Sinatra autograph, uh, gold-plated, pretty awesome stuff right there. And oh, blue eyes. These were like huge back in the late nineties and early two thousands. Back when um, Warner Brothers store was big. This is a um, <gasps> piece. Yeah, this is the old Winnipeg uh... Jets one with the Disney characters on it. Yeah. Oh, that's These awesome. things are really expensive too. These are pricey pieces. I was flattered to get these, and uh, 
you know, kind of decor the, the studio area up a little bit. And, I mean, they're wow. just awesome pieces. Yeah, very excited. Um, you got all this fancy stuff. All I got this weekend were pumpkins. <laughs> <laughs> you know, we got pumpkin stuff. That's good. Yeah, I got to find uh, somewhere to uh, hang them. I'm not good at hanging things. I'm not good with stud finders. So any listeners there that want to give me a hand, that'd be great. I pay in beer. Doing around here. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's how remember we handle. Remember that. Oh, sorry. Remember, remember okay. the shirts with the Looney Tune characters, and they would have like backwards baseball caps. Yeah. Taz. That was so in in the nineties. Nineties yeah, are was. coming back though in a big way. Good. I like the nineties. But they they do the, the generation. I love the nineties. The generations make their way back. The eighties phase. Was there for a while, and that nineties is coming back, and you know, it's good stuff. Shame you missed the eighties. It was good times. Me, not so much. No. I don't like the eighties. I know. I think you were around for three years of it. So. I said the shame you missed the eighties. Live for three years. Hey, we're expecting uh, our guest any moment, Matt Legrand. Unless he's listened to the show beforehand, and I think to myself, no way I'm calling news to wackos. <laughs> They're ever losing am, their mind. I am so excited, and I, like, I, he has been promoting the show so much, and I, I, we have to get some promoting techniques from this guy right here. Agreed. I think this is him right here. Let's click on the line and welcome to the Yo Show singer songwriter Matt Legrand. Matt, are you with us? Hey, I am. Is this uh, Jeff the Shark? <laughs> yes, it is. How are you? <laughs> Hi, Matt. Good, man. I'm good. I'm good. And Jewel, right? Yes. How are you? Awesome. Oh, I'm doing so well. I'm doing so well. It's great to be on this show. It's great to have you on the show, man. Thank you very much for coming on with us. Um, very excited. Jules hyped you up a lot. She does a lot of the legwork and getting guests, and she usually always hits a home run. Uh, so when she told me you were coming on, it just research. I got to tell you, man, we already played 12 a.m. a few moments ago. Love it. Outstanding tune. So so thanks, man. Thanks for coming on with us. Hey, thank you so much. Thank you for the love, man. I appreciate it so much. Absolutely. So um, get right to questions if, if you'd like, um, because I got to ask right off the bat, you were born in France. Uh, grew up in Chicago. I, I don't hear a French accent at all. It sounds very Chicago to me. <laughs> um, no, yeah. So actually, yeah. actually, I you know, Jeff, I have no clue where the uh, born in France thing came from. I think I was oh. misquoted one time, but I was actually um, I was actually born in Chicago. And then okay. when I was a couple when I was a couple months old, um, my family moved to France. And then I I grew up there until I was about six years old. Um, until um, uh, I came back to Chicago, yeah, at six. So that's why you don't really hear uh, a French accent. Um, I'm now pretty Americanized sense. right now. <laughs> yeah, but now, but when I came, uh, when I came from France, I, I didn't know any English, so French was my first language, which is also surprising oh, wow. that I still don't have a, a French accent when I speak. Wow, but was that very typical a, at a young age? <laughs> yeah. Um, <laughs> Yeah, it you know it was yeah because um, almost feel like split between two 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 cultures really, um, but I'm also very fortunate that I was able to um, see two different cultures you know, and 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 still be a part of of two cultures. Um, it's 
it's such a blessing. And yeah, I mean, it was a little, I mean, the transition was a little difficult. Um, like not knowing any English. Um, I mean, it helps that I went to a, uh, a bilingual school when I came uh, to Chicago. So I was able to learn English for about two years and then I fully transitioned into the American school system. Uh, but, you know, I'd have to, my, my brother who's three years older, I'd have to uh, kind of whisper everything into his ear and he'd, he'd have to translate it. Uh, till this day, I don't know if he translated it correctly, but uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's that's uh, that's how the transition went, kind of. But oh wow, I'm happy to so, be an American. I'm very happy. <laughs> yeah, and we're happy you're here too. Um, do you still feel like a strong connection to France? Do you visit a lot? Yeah. So we, uh, my family and I, used to go every Christmas. Um, now that's kind of that's uh, kind of slowed down a bit now that my brother and I are, are adults. Um, but yeah, we usually go, I, I try to go at least, at least once a year. Cause I do, I do have family there. My, my beautiful, beautiful grandmother's there. And um, um, a couple of my uh, uncles and aunts and, and cousins. So um, yes, I do. I do try to go and I do have, I do have a strong connection to it. Um, I don't really realize it until I'm, that foot there because um, all of a sudden I uh, there, there's a sense of home there for sure and um, you know I really don't feel it until I start you know fully speaking in French with people and I even start thinking in French and then all of a sudden I am French so <laughs> it's kind of uh, yeah it's kind of interesting um, but yeah I'm very grateful for to, to be part of two cultures like that that's amazing. I always wanted to go to France. I, I took French for six years, and I, I probably couldn't hold a conversation with you. So that's that's really cool. <laughs> well, it's it's tough. It's tough. Like yeah. I forgot how to read and write in French. Um, that's why I took. I actually took uh, French in high school, and my French teacher didn't realize I spoke French until like probably half half into the year. Um, <laughs> I was like, yeah. I'm just, I'm just taking it because I forgot how to how to read and write in French. That's it. <laughs> yeah. It's easy to get a little brush, of course. So, um, you know, with all the um, with the double connection to France and the uh, American and all that, what uh, at what point did you start deciding to uh, pursue music? When did you realize that music was a thing? Yeah, I I started playing music when I was 11. Uh, after my mom took me to my first concert, it was uh, a Rolling Stones concert. Yeah, um, I know, I know, quite quite a concert for an 11 year old to go to. I know, um, right? Yeah, but I grew up. That's what I grew up listening to. Uh, a lot of classic rock, U2, Led Zeppelin, the Stones, and um, after after that concert, my mom got me my my first guitar. Um, and I wanted to be Keith Richards so bad. So I started studying and studying and studying. And um, I think around around high school, that's when I really, um, really wanted to take it full on and really just commit all my time and, and my whole life to it. So, um, you know, I went to college for about, I don't, I don't even know if I made it through a semester. Um, I dropped out because I just knew this is what I wanted to do. And, um, yeah, now I'm here and I'm on the radio in Philly. Like, 
I know. It's been amazing. I'm, I'm, I'm like doing a radio interview talking about my song. It's I can't be more happy right now. That's awesome, and we're trying to get you um, some play here in Philly. Uh, we have a big Halloween party. We already said it's on it's on the list because people like to come and dance. It's gonna be on the playlist. We're gonna get people to oh, like it. Cause I think it's great, man. I think it's radio worthy. I love it. I think it's a great song. Um, when you said you'd be like Thank Keith you. Richards, I thought you meant live to be like a hundred years old. Because <laughs> yeah, that guy looks like he's just going on and he's just he's gonna go on oh, forever. Yeah, he's got the, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I think, uh, yeah, I think if he if he stops um, uh, doing doing those things, you and me both know what he's doing. I think if he stops yeah. doing that, I think then he'll, he'll he might he might pass away. But whatever oh, he's doing, my, just just, <laughs> just my stay alive because say. I want to see yeah. him. Yeah. Exactly. Agreed. <laughs> I feel like it's like that for all of the older rockers, like Bruce Springsteen and and Paul McCartney. Like they just do what they love until they they can't anymore, and it's great. I mean, if you're that passionate about something and have the energy to do it, why not? So um. Yeah, yeah you know one of, the, one of the coolest things I heard. Um, one of the coolest things I heard Mick Jagger say. He was in an interview and um, the the. <laughs> The interviewer, I, I wasn't really a fan of her because the questions just, I don't know, they didn't make sense. But she, she kept like, she kept kind of like, uh, they were kind of like negative questions. And she was like, so why, like, why do you keep going? Like, why, why keep wow. on touring? And, and why, um, you know, why are you guys still recording and all this? Like, don't you just want to like retire and, and, um, and, you know, live by the beach somewhere? And Mick Jagger said it so beautifully. He said, well, creativity doesn't retire. I mean, it's, wow, it's, I like it's not something. It's it's not something that they can retire from. I don't think it's just like it's in them. It's 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 them. So I th- I thought that was so beautiful how he how he explained it and how he said and um, yeah and I I kind of live by that right now. Like um, I mean I'm not at the age where I'm going to retire anywhere soon, but. Um, <laughs> You know, it's, it's 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 creativity and it comes and goes and um, you know it can be as strong as it is in your twenties than in your seventies. You know, I, I believe that. So makes you happy. Yeah, yeah. I totally agree. And, uh, that is, I mean, to change the subject. That's one of the things we stress here on our show. We try to bring out the positive questions we try to bring out real like we need to know what you really think how you really feel and not do these questions to try to be overly controversial or try to bring an artist down we're trying we're here to lift it up man we're all about right um, exactly yeah absolutely. exactly uh, so thank in uh, absolutely thank you uh i read that um in high school you had a rock band um how was your sound then what, what kind of music were you doing as, as a as a high school guy yeah yeah that was, that was a lot of fun um I was heavily influenced by uh, like Blink One Eighty Two, Green Day, nice. um, kind of like the yeah the the the, the pop punk sound. Um, that's what I also grew up listening to. Um, that was that was like the uh, my 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 rebel side. And then when I was around, <laughs> mom would listen to classic rock. <laughs> and then yeah. Uh, so yeah, they were they were yes all I had about three bands in high school, and they were all very influenced by, 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 by those two um, bands. And really, I kind of, my favorite band in the world still is Blink-182 because they've just, like, they've really, 
um, they really inspired me to fully go after my dream. You know where it's like, where it's like, you come to a fork in the road, like when you want to, you got to decide if you want to pursue something or sure. kind of just let it like, you know, half do it, you know? And it, I kind of came in that fork, like right after high school. And um, I don't know, I was just so into Blink-182 at the time. And I was like, you know what? This is it. Like I'm, I'm, I'm doing it. I'm, I'm going awesome. after it full force. And yeah, that's why they're my favorite. Awesome. Um, kind of a, a little, Sad side note on that. Um, two different occasions I bought my wife tickets to see Blink-182 because she's a massive fan. Once this past few months ago for her birthday, and both times the tour has been canceled. So. Oh, no. Yes, we're still in the host. <laughs> oh, yeah, Travis, Travis, yeah, yeah, Travis has some issues yeah, with the blood clots in his arm. Yeah, Yeah, he did. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think they're back at it, though, now. Um, I just read somewhere, so I'm happy for them. Awesome. Super happy for them. In the next go well, around. That's, that's a bummer. You're gonna have to get her some more tickets now. Absolutely, <laughs> she is a massive fan. She she's like lost it when she found out I got the tickets, and a couple of days later I'm like, honey, guess what? And I thought she was gonna cry. <laughs> well, get me a ticket too, man. I'd love to go. <laughs> Absolutely. <laughs> so. Obviously, I mean, like Green Day and Blink One Eighty Two, they're they're uh, they're icons of our time, you know, coming up, and mm-hmm. that's classics to us. Um, how did you transition from like angsty uh, rock like that? Uh, you do dance music now, obviously, um, and do you have any desire to maybe go full rock on some songs in the future? Yeah, that's a great question. Uh, I really like that question, actually. Um, yeah, I really had to. Uh, I was I in high school. I was pretty close-minded, very close-minded. Um, I mean, it was it was hard rock, hot punk, and punk. That's the only that's the only music that existed in my world, you know. So <laughs> when I decided I had to come out of that, and I mean, once I got out of that, I realized that there's no wait. Hold on, there's 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 ton more and there's ton of more things to, to to play around with. I mean, there's that's that's what creativity is. So, uh, really, becoming more more of an open-minded person um, is kind of the answer to that question. And um, yeah, the 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 transition between the two, like, because I kind of had to start dancing. And I didn't like dancing at first. Oh, uh, you're such a, a good long, dancer. It's, it's a, thank you. Yeah, well, it's been a long road for that. Uh, I, I, I didn't really <laughs> like it at first. And, um, you know, I just I, I just kept at it, though, and, and kept the open mind. And um, now I'm here doing dance music, and I love it. I absolutely love it. And yet the, the dream of a rock band is, still one that needs to be fulfilled in my mind. I don't know if it's right now, but somewhere in my future, um, that is a dream that needs to be attended to. Absolutely. <laughs> so totally. And hopefully uh, we'll still be here and debuting your rock music when it comes out as well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we love that. Oh, yeah. Of course. <laughs> so um, tell us about your single. We played uh, a few minutes ago, 12 a.m., uh, I got to tell you right off the bat. I already told Jewel I'm hooked on 
welcome to Double AM. I'm going to be saying that all the time now at midnight. <laughs> uh, <laughs> tell us about the song. Tell us um, where it came from and, and the idea and what it's about. Yeah, I'm so happy it's out. I'm very happy it's out. It's been it's been a long road for that song too. Um, I mean, we were recorded it like last year, so wow. uh, for it to just come out was was was. Uh, you know, it was a, it was an eager process for sure, but I'm happy it's out. And uh, yeah, we worked on it. I worked on it with a great team down in Atlanta, um, which is where I do a lot of recording right now. And they were just phenomenal. I mean, we 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 finished the song in only like a three hour session, which is really unheard of, at least in my yeah. in my musical career. Um, I mean, we 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 wrote it and. We recorded it to completion in only three hours, and yeah, it was just a great collaboration. Like it was so easy, it was so smooth. Um, not, I didn't have to do that many takes. Like it, it, it was really quick and simple. And yeah, it's kind of just a, it's it's a really simple song about just, um, just missing the one you love or missing something. You know, it could be anything. It's just kind of 12 a.m. is just a. a it's a symbol for um, kind of a, a feeling of exhilaration, you know, that just takes you over. Um, so, I mean, yeah, 12 a.m. is a time, but, you know, for like, for an example, like if a parent is, you know, picking up their kids at 3 p.m., you know, and that's their happy time, you know, to see them come into the car, you know, that's their 12 a.m., you know? Yeah. So it's kind of like that symbol, like, it's just any moment that 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 kind of grabs you, and that's exciting. So, um, yeah, and it's really cleverly done too. Um, the writer that we worked with was was awesome, and um, he actually wrote that hook. Um, he wrote that hook, the one two double O A M, and kind of took Love me it. a second. And then like, oh, <laughs> well, that's a cool way to say that. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm like, wow, that's catchy. So. Yeah, I'm 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 really glad, really happy how it turned out, and I'm glad you guys are enjoying it. Keep spinning it, keep spinning it. Absolutely, it's great because we uh, we kind of got the same feel, which is neat because it goes to show how good music is when it does it to you. Because Jules said to me, it reminds you like being down the shore, nice summertime, and and being out having fun. And I said to me, it sounds like New Year's Eve and a big time party and people getting down and dancing. Right. So that's what you're after, that good time feel. And I think it nailed it because it, it gave us a, just a great sensation listening to it. Oh, thank yeah. you. Yeah. yeah. And I was going to say, the whole message in it, like you're, you're just waiting for that time just to be alone with your honey. It takes you back to when you're like really excited to get home to that person and, and just, well, you know. You know the rest. Of yeah, <laughs> you absolutely. Know the rest. <laughs> I know. I know exactly. <laughs> uh, anyway. Absolutely. Um, yeah. People. We, people we, say we I do should. Love it. Yeah. People say I should do a sequel at 12 p.m. For <laughs> you know yeah. when, when you get day. when you get the lunch. Yeah. <laughs> oh, lunch is my favorite. You know, it's one two double o p.m. Right. <laughs> or like oh. when you're if you're if you're a single guy, one two double o p.m. is when Try to get that girl out of the house that just won't leave. Oh, Let's go, honey. It's over. <laughs> One, two, double PM. Let me call you, Cammy. <laughs> oh man, you're I think we're doing it right already. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> you might get a writer's credit on that. There we go. I like it. It's all yours. 
But it is a mature concept, and, and your first single came out in 2015, Spring Break Girls. How do you think you've grown as an artist since then? I, I, I completely forget about Spring Break Girls sometimes because <laughs> it was just such a different uh, – it, it was such a different time. Uh, the transformation – for me, for me, it's 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 really unexplainable because um, I was just I was such a different person and um, I was I was being managed by completely different people as well. Mm. So that's why I'm 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 so grateful to um, kind of be out of that and 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 have a new direction and um, you know a manager that cares so much about the project and cares about, um, you know, me as an artist, but more importantly, me as a person. And um, he cares about my family and they, they, he knows what my family uh, wants to see. And he, he, he cares about our happiness. And, you know, he knows that my mom wants to see me on stage and my manager truly wants to see that smile from my mom. So it's really special Amazing. right now. And um, it's completely changed, and our whole team—we just have a feeling. Um, we have such a wonderful feeling for the next couple of months, and yeah, I'm 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 just happy to be here. And that's kind of all I want to say about um, about the spring break girl thing. Like, I'm just happy to be here right now. Um, yeah. Well, we're super happy for you, and. Yeah, that's so important to have in your life is a great support system, not only at home, but professionally. So, yeah, congratulations. Thank you. Thank you so much. It's awesome. Um, you have a very loyal fan base. Um, you know, people, and, and it seems to be growing. Like, I, I liked your page. It seems to be growing by numbers. Um, they've got a special nickname they call themselves. Tell us about your fan group and uh, tell us about great stories of, of meeting uh, a fan. Tell like your best story of meeting a fan. Oh, best story. Okay, yeah. So um, I did an acoustic. Um, there was a, there still is, there's a clothing company here in Chicago. It's based out of Chicago called um, Akira. And I would do a lot of, I would do a lot of acoustic shows. Um, in their stores so this one in particular um, it was in Chicago and I mean I had like I had fans lining up out the door and the first one who got there um, the one that was first in line said she came all the way from Arizona wow (laughs) I was like I was like really like really to to see me because I mean I didn't know like I don't know. Like it creeps up, it creeps up on you because I forget that I have like that many followers sometimes. So yeah. it's like, and I still like live my normal life every day, you know. So I'm like, wait, you came to see me from there? So that was like that was wow. really, that was really really special. Um, and yeah, I mean my 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 Legrand girls are are everything. <laughs> I mean this is why I do it, and you know I want to see them dance i want to see them sing at my shows and uh be completely themselves and um you know i just i i want i want it to be a supportive environment and um i mean they 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 give me that they give me that they give me so much love and um you know 
any the the things that I'm selling, no one needs it. You know, I I, I realize right. that every day, no one needs it, and um, for people to come out and support me, that I see that that truly means that they care about it. You know, because they want to be there. They don't have to be there. They truly want to be there for me. Um, so it's so special when I get to see them. Absolutely. Uh, totally. That's got to be awesome. There, I mean, there's there's no such thing as uh, Jeff the Shark Girls. You know, my wife maybe. <laughs> That's about it. <laughs> but uh, I, I get that feeling. though. it's funny. Like I I talk to people, um, social media people I see at parties. Like, I'll be at a random party and somebody I don't even know is like, "Hey, you're that guy on the radio. I listen to your show, and I love it." And I'm like, I'm looking around the room to see who he's talking to, and here he's talking to me. So I'm like, "Wow, okay, great." Thanks. Yeah. Isn't that? Yeah. It's, it's, it's phenomenal. It is exciting. <laughs> At least for right um, now. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> right. So, <laughs> but you do have a super large social media following. Um, and, and how do you think that helps with, with your music, like engaging with the fans? Um, oh, tons. I mean, it's, it's, it's all about engagement. And Instagram has made it so easy to um, – to engage with them. I mean, I mm-hmm. I try to answer as many direct messages as I can throughout the day, and uh, I'm always getting really, really nice messages. And um, you know, I'll go on their I'll go on their account, and follow them, and then like you know, comment something on their picture. Um, you know, so it's really it's it's really nice to have that connection, and social media has made it super super easy. So. Yeah, it's great. It's great. That's awesome. So, is there, is there one, is there one very special standout, the grand girl or the grand person in your life, or are you just kind of <laughs> getting into the music and worry about the social life later? Uh, there, there, there is a special one in my life, but yeah, right, you know, I'm, I'm focusing on the music. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's I got, smart. I, That's I, very smart. <laughs> I got, I got both. Yeah, I got both. I'm, I'm, I'm happy right now, and, um, yeah, that's about it. That's so great. That's good stuff. Um, tell us, uh, you know, you mentioned some of your favorites earlier, and some of the bands that inspire you, like Blink One, Blink One Eighty Two, and and Green Day, stuff like that. Is there like a band right now, like let's say a band, is an opening for a lead singer or they want to do a collaboration who would be your one band right now that you would drop everything for right now to play with I'd, I'd play with Coldplay nice that's a great call yeah, yeah that's, that's big stuff yeah. I think you can cut it I really do I think that's awesome yeah. <laughs> thank you yeah yeah yeah, yeah. I, I hope it's in my near future <laughs> yeah right could totally see it. Um, so, what do you what do you think of new artists coming up? You you had some um, uh, correlation. You know, people compare you to uh, like a Shawn Mendes or Charlie Puth. Um, what do you think of new acts that are out right now? And do you have any favorite, you know, young artists that are doing a big today? Yes. Yeah, I think uh, music is in, it's so exciting right now. I love it so much. I I usually like turn off my radio because I'm kind of like like done with a lot of the music but lately like the past five months I've been having it on all the time um I love I love all the things that are coming out I love um I love Lauv. 
the artist called Lau. Um, yeah. Yeah, he's 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 phenomenal. Uh, of course, Charlie Puth as well, and and uh, that's like, I mean, if someone says like, oh, you remind me of him, that's like super flattering. I'm like, okay, great. Like, but then I kind of gotta, I kind of gotta rid it out of my head because sometimes I'm like, oh, he thinks I'm like Charlie Puth, so I'm, all of a sudden I'm gonna start like creating like him, and I'm gonna start creating like music that sounds like his, and I'm like, no, 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 I can't do that. I can't do that. No, no, no. <laughs> So I gotta like rid that out of my head and, and uh, make sure I'm in a good like creative space and I'm, you know, I'm creating something unique, um, you know, because I I think that's what the public deserves is something unique, you know. Um, so, but those compliments are super flattering. Yeah. Right, and, and a lot of artists that we speak to do not like to be compared to other artists but it is it is a compliment like we're just trying to you know oh well you know even the best musicians of all time can be compared to someone else so you know just take it for what it is um yeah, do you feel like absolutely. do you feel like um with your upcoming ep how is the ep coming is it still in the works uh, we're getting the final touches done and it's coming very soon i'm very excited for it amazing and do you feel comfortable yeah. with it do you feel like it's it's mostly you know your original stuff and do you feel like you know this is really Matt LeGrant like this is who I want to portray myself as as an artist absolutely and I feel I think for the amount I feel comfortable with it I feel just as uncomfortable with it at the same time because I have like had to step out of my comfort zone so much and I mean this in a completely very good way um I think when you're about to release something if there's if you're not uncomfortable about it a little bit I think that's a um I think that's a little strange but yeah I'm 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 comfortable with it and uncomfortable with it I'm scared and excited um (laughs) I've had to like I said I've had to really step out of my comfort zone and that's what I want this album to be about um, is diversity and, you know, stepping into uh, unknowns so that your comfort level can stretch and um, you can be more adaptable because I've, I mean, coming from high school, only listening to hard rock, punk, now I'm about to release an album that has dance, that has acoustic, that has um, electronic, that has urban music even. Um it's it's completely different, and I've never done anything like it. So I can't wait for it to be celebrated. I, I, I really can't wait. We're so excited to hear the entire thing. Yeah, absolutely. And um, and don't let Jewel fool you about um, nerves and having doubt, because i got to talk her down off the ledge every time <laughs> we go on the air. i got to talk her Pretty in much. like she gets nervous, and she has to pep talk herself every time. So <laughs> don't let her fool you. <laughs> I, told, I get you, Jewel. I, I I just I I do I get so nervous I think it's but that's a human thing it's 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 beautiful thing to be nervous it's a beautiful sure. thing to get to feel you know have 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 the opportunity to feel something and and uh, you know get excited about something and kind of scared it's, yeah and it shows I, I, you I, I care it, about Jewel. what you're doing yeah, yeah we're on the same level Jewel I get you sure. <laughs> <laughs> She's getting all red in the face now. Look at her. Oh, I don't stop. know. Come on now. Jeff, uh, I, 
Jeff, can I can I call you too, like to talk me down when I need you? <laughs> Absolutely, I'm good, good at, at that. It. I'm yep. good at it. Okay, all right. All right. Here's my system. I'll talk anybody into into or out of anything. I'm I'm good like that. <laughs> All right. So, um, where can that? Where can we see you next? What do you got coming up? Any live shows or it's more recording? What's coming up in the very near future for you, Matt? Yeah, man. It's gonna be. We are gonna be promoting this single till, um, you know, till probably Christmas. We'll take a little break, and then right at the top of the year. There's going to be tons of performances lined up and, um, you know, with the new EP coming. I mean, it's going to be performed, performed, performed. We don't have any exact dates yet, um, but I know they're coming, and my fans know it's coming too. So, um, yeah, I mean, my fans can go over to my website. Uh, that's mattlegrandmusic.com, and um, that's where everything will be posted, um, tour dates merchandise, all the new music that's coming out, and on Instagram as well, it's at Matt Legrand Official. So, that's it. That's the Matt Legrand hub right there. Wow, he's Wait. he's even he's even doing PR work for me right here at the end of the show. The <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but you have to come to Philly or the surrounding areas at least. You'll have some Ford. big supporters out here, and we'll definitely be at your show. Yes, we're going to be... Shout out you know, Philly, like, Absolutely. Woo. We're going to be following you yeah. on all the social media. We got you on Facebook. We're going to follow you on Instagram. And, hey, man, shoot us a message. Say I'm coming to town, and we'll come out to see you, and we'll get people to do it. Because I tell you what, Matt, this has been an awesome interview. We love who you are, what you stand for. You're a nice guy. You really seem to be dedicated into your music, and you got a passion. And that's what we love here on the show, and that's why we love bringing new artists um, to our fans. Again, let's let's call up Matt Legrand. That's L E. Capital G R A N D, Matt Legrand on Facebook, at Matt Legrand Official on Instagram. Twitter is at Matty Legrand, and MattLegrandMusic.com is the website. Ladies and gentlemen, tonight our very special guest from Chicago, very talented singer songwriter Matt Legrand. Matt, we're going to let you go. We're going to play uh, your song Who after we uh, after you go. But I got to ask the question I ask all oh, our great guests, the ones that we love. Would you like to come back and do it again? Your show? Yeah, absolutely. Yes. <laughs> okay. uh, ab- absolutely, I would do your show again. Oh, well, that's thank you so much, Matt. <laughs> absolutely. And I just got to ask really quick, where does the shark come from? Uh, <laughs> I tell you what, if you want to hear the story, it's a little bit embarrassing, but I'll tell it. Um, <laughs> when I reached when I reached the age of 30, I found myself like a single guy again. I was engaged, but then the woman I was engaged to left. So single guy again, started going out to the bars, started going out every <laughs> night of the week. And my one buddy said, God, oh, look at no. him. He drinks like a – my buddy – the one guy's like, man, look at him. He drinks like a fish. Another guy's like, no, that dude drinks like a shark. And that was it. <laughs> and it's <Yay>. – and- <laughs> The rest is history. I've had that nickname about a solid – 15 years and you know because <laughs> it's not me i'm not there a shark i'm a very nice mild-mannered guy i'm yeah, like the that's Matt- why i was like yeah i know right <laughs> you're like great the shark this guy's gonna be a jackie <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> i am definitely the uh i am the matt legrand of philly if you will <laughs> okay <laughs> sweet <laughs> matt we're gonna let you go again thank you very much for coming on we're gonna be following you 12 a.m is the First thing we play, we're going to be playing Who shortly. Matt, have yourself a great evening, and we'll talk to you very soon. Awesome. You too. Thank you, Philly. Bye-bye, guys. You got Thanks. it. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.
All right, even a shout-out to Philly and all. And i got to tell you, Jewel, great, great young man, well-spoken, really knows where he wants to go, and seems to have a grip on it. And it's funny because um, we get some more of us doing, even if they're they're brand-new to music or they're brand-new to kind of making it big where they're making big music. um, Some of them don't really know what this is. I guess this is this. But he knows exactly what it is. And when you ask them about nerves and, and jitters and like half the time I forget what I'm even saying <laughs> so I can listen to the replay, you know what I mean? Yeah. So you get lost in it, but he, uh, he has a great control of it and we love it. And uh, we're very excited for him. Like I said, 12 AM was the first song, Matt Legrand, L little E capital G R A N D <laughs> Matt Legrand. Oh, I make sure you spell it right. So nobody, messes up. uh, find mm-hmm. him. His music's out there, Spotify and Apple music and all that. Uh, like I said, 12 a.m. was the first one. The next song is called Who. We're going to do that right now and keep Matt Legrand fresh on your mind because he's an exciting artist. I love it. It's going on my playlist for my Halloween party. So if you're coming and you're listening, you'll remember, like, oh, yeah, there's that song. And we're going to be dancing like crazy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. This is called Who. Again, the artist is Matt Legrand. We'll be back to you here on the Yo Show in about three and a half minutes. Stay tuned. Loving you. 
everybody And the songs are good and they're catchy. Because, like I said, I was doing that one, two, double O AM, and then I kept doing the ooh while you were having technical <laughs> difficulties. I was singing it. And yeah, I mean, I don't have the voice like him. Me, I, I sound like a 70 year old smoker at the bar. <laughs> 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 oh, oh. I can't do it. What? I can't begin. How? Can't begin to do it like Matt. Matt Legrand was our. Um, very special guest here tonight on the Yo Show. Give a shout out to Philly. He's from Chicago. He loves America, which is great to hear. And we love people that some of the artists now are against their country. You know, it's great to hear. I just, Jewel gave me the one finger. Go ahead, Jewel. Let it rip. Oh, no. I just really <laughs> wanted to give a super special thank you and shout out to Beatrice Kimmel, who it brought us Matt Legrand. I'm so happy she introduced us to this artist. And he was so supportive of us and, and really shared our, our link a bunch of times and um he's going to have a lot of listeners listening tonight so thank you thank you thank you and um she's responsible for a lot of the great upcoming artists and and, and celebrities we have coming up on the yo show so thank you thank you absolutely i i'd like to thank uh, beatrice also i haven't had any contact with her yet jules been handling that end uh and she's been doing a great job um and there's a shared our link as well looked into some of her stuff she does have a great arsenal of clients uh, seems to really live it up and be uh, vibrant and have a good positive attitude and you can tell yes. uh, just from Matt, Matt is uh, her first client that we welcomed on the show and if anything we get great PR people here too uh, mm-hmm. one of, them, of course I was telling Jewel that I was talking the other day again with Michael Stover, it's been a while to have Michael's people on and he's got new acts we'll get them on, uh, Rachel Dares of course uh, has always been great with us um yeah, I'm sorry. I'm forgetting somebody very important. But, <laughs> but yeah, we get great PR people also that, that go to this to bring us excellent artists, uh, musicians, actors. Um, we got book writers coming up uh, in the near authors. future on future episodes. <laughs> author, right. Book writers. <laughs> book writers, authors. Right, exactly. Yeah, that's kind of the same thing. Right? Wow. Jesus. You know, like I said, sometimes you just derail and you start saying the craziest of things. Yeah, we'll have, uh, we got authors coming on. Yeah, we, we get people from all different ranges. And uh, if you know somebody, like you're close to somebody, to somebody who's a musician, uh, somebody who writes books, <laughs> um, anything, you know, if they're like a famous chef, like there's somebody who cooks and wants to talk about cooking and restaurants or if you know somebody who's big in a religion and want to talk about a religious so anything we're we're open here we love guests we love to talk about different subjects um i had a woman who continued to email me we kind of lost touch she was a sex therapist and she wanted to come on and, and talk about relations and sex therapy 
we're wide open here. We're we're pretty easy to get along with you. Well, that's what we had a conversation about. Um, she's like, are you, you know, opposed to any certain kind of celebrity? I'm like, no, absolutely not. We have athletes to authors to everyone. Um, we have an upcoming model that's going to be on the show. We'll announce later. But it's just it, we welcome everyone and anyone that is passionate about their craft, who wants to share, um, charity organ- organizers, like anyone. Um, we just like to really promote people and, and, and bring out the best in people and, and give it to our loyal listeners. So thank you once again. Thank you, Matt. That was so awesome. That interview was so fun. That was, he was really good. And, uh, honey, you get, you get a little, um, you get a little fan geek. I know you do. You get a little, a little bit, a little bit. Celebrity starstruck a little <laughs> bit, a little, little fan geeking, and that's and that's great. I do it. I've done it with uh, some guests. I was talking about some of the guests I'd be sitting with at Jules' wedding. Bobby Brown, Erica Leniak, Madeline Zima. They make me nervous. Pretty women make me nervous. Except my wife. She was dumb enough with the ring on, so she doesn't make me nervous anymore. She still does a little bit. She get a little nervous around her. I want to act like a jackass. Butterflies. Butterflies. I told you, I got that phone call from Madeline Zima, and I just crashed my car. <laughs> Greatest moment ever. That is, that is um, so odd. You're, you'll get, like, a message from a celebrity. Yeah. You're like, whoo, they're talking to me. I know. <laughs> uh, did I ever – did I tell you the story of when I first uh, found out that we were going to get Steve Howie? Did I tell you that story? And uh, No. And uh, no, I'm going <laughs> to uh, lay it on you right here, too. So um, – a lot of the guests that we acquire, I basically give out my personal cell phone. Like I don't have a separate phone for the show or guests because I want people to be able to reach me lickety split at my most important you know, way of being contacted. So I contacted um, a, a very accessible, great PR guy named Javier Delgado, and he represents Steve Howie. He's on Steve Howie's representation team and really nice guy. So I emailed him. I said, you know, we're huge Shameless fans. New season's coming on. We'd love to have Steve Howie. Uh, let me know what we can do. Contact me here. Contact me there. And I think 99% of the time I get emails back instead of phone calls. Um, so I was doing my day job. It was a little after 5 o'clock Eastern time. Now keep in mind they're on the West Coast. A little after 5 o'clock Eastern time. And my phone rings and I look and I said, hmm. Says California. I can only imagine what telemarketer or what salesman <laughs> this to me. I answer the phone and I'm like, yeah. I'm just like that. Very professional. Yeah. And on the other line is this very soft spoken voice. He says, yes, I am trying to reach uh, Mr. Jeff Perini. And I said, yeah, what can I do for you? Just like that. Like, ignorant as can be. My name is uh, Javier Delgado. I'm responding to an email about having Steve Howie appear on your show. And, of course, I come out and say, I'm sorry, who is this again? <laughs> and he said, Javier Delgado, I represent Steve Howie. So I said, I'm very sorry. Mr. Perini is on the other line. If you'd like to hold, I'll get him for you in a moment. Put my phone on mute. Counted to 30. Picked up and said, good afternoon. This is Jeff Perini's desk. How may I help you? <laughs> and, you know, it's like... That was like the very, very beginning of me doing this and getting guests, and I was so embarrassed. But like, and but you know what though? Steve got us back the second time he was on the show because remember when you called and he thought I was, I was a telemarketer and he got a little yeah. brief of me. <laughs> that was great. Like that yeah, was yeah, <laughs> Steve Howie, yeah. <laughs> that was great. So 
So I guess you got me back in a way. But, yes, I but guess that just we, shows uh, you that you put in the legwork. Like I, I put in the legwork, you know. Yeah. We, we do all of this ourselves. Um, and yes. it is a lot of work. And, you know, but when you put it, put in the time and it just it goes to show you with, with Matt and um, with the Strawberry Girls, like it, they just – you know, you have to do some legwork and struggling in the beginning to get to where you want to be or else you sure. you don't have it. If you wake up every morning and say, hey, this is what I want to do, you're going to do that that day. So positive affirmation. Just do what exactly. makes you happy. And as a personal touch, like if I was like, I don't know, let's say Joe Rogan, <laughs> and I turn, I turn to my team and say, yeah, give me um, – I want uh, Usher on my show. There's no like – contact or bond it's just people from people together and you know we like to get the insights like we like to talk to pr people get to know a little something about them and like i said even like good celebrities like bobby brown and erica leniak when i had them on bobby brown's like uh here's my cell phone number uh text me call me remind me to come on and i'm like i'm going bobby brown like i got <laughs> chills it's like my left um erica leniak here's she's like you know don't you know here's my my personal email Reach out to me. Let's talk. Can't wait to do the show. She was awesome, too. So we get great guests. We really do. We're, we're very fortunate. We do. And um, I was just going to say, like, uh, I had two thoughts going. But um, I, I saw this post. I know you're not a super major fan, but Dane Cook, he had a post today, and he's like, you know what? Sharks don't wake up on a Monday and say, hey, I'm going to sleep today. They go out, and they bite, and they hunt. And they do their shark thing. So if you want to go out, and then this guy roasted him in in the comment section. It came up like number one comment. He's like, "Oh yeah, you don't have to boost Dane." He's like, "Actually, um, I was a welfare kid, and I made my career like being dead for it and just working my butt off. So yeah, I don't know why I have to educate everyone on here." And it was like a joke, yeah. in, in and of a joke, but it was just it's so true. You don't know what where people came from really so be nice to everyone even the crappy ones <laughs> <laughs> is it that time already i know it's not but um, no. <laughs> and it's funny because you hear a lot of success stories of of big celebrities and a lot of them start out with very little because it's about hunger and drive and desire and the want to and you said you know sharks wake up early monday morning this shark up early monday morning and here he is at night bringing it to you bringing you to Dio show. Dio show. Um, I want to give a, a quick shout out. Thanks if any of you are listening. Um, to the awesome uh, family Kirk, Kevin Kirk and his wife Carolyn, for the awesome Halloween party this past weekend. Halloween season, you know, is huge to us, and I love that. A great time. I was a uh, Stone Cold Steve Austin jewel. I had the uh, Stone Cold, the Austin 316 <laughs> shirt. I had the big uh, WWE championship belt and the shorts and the, the knee pads. It was awesome. A great time. Dancing like a fiend. A couple beers. Lots of great food. They really do it up. They do a great party. Um, that was the band you saw that evening at Fireside. Kevin they were and awesome. his wife. Yeah, they're awesome. They're fantastic. He continues to bug me to come on the show and do his solo stuff, and we are going to do it. I just want to—I want to find a actual studio where he could sit and play with us and get an audience together. We're trying to do something big time live, and we're trying to yes. find the right place. Uh, we've been talking to some studios about it. 
had some lead-ins. That's what I want to do. I want to do it right for Kevin because he deserves it because he's an outstanding performer. And I want him to have a special Yosho kind of atmosphere, not just, you know, hey, let's put a song of yours on, talk to you for a few minutes because, you know, cool guy. Well, you get the live experience. If we can get the live experience, and we have so many Philly bands around us right now, um, we definitely want them in the studio, so we're working on that. And, uh, yeah, me and Jeff do our best to go see all of our guests that, that come on. But, no, that's amazing. And um, I, I'm so excited for that. And very near future, I see that happening. <laughs> I certainly hope so. And like I said, if I win the Mega Millions and $1.6 billion, right? it's going to happen. We're going to have a <laughs> studio and a private jet. So Matt Legrand would be sitting right next to me right now and high-five me. Mm-hmm. And, and, have a, and We love you, though, Matt. We love all our guests. Yep. Uh, like I said, we get a lot of guests on the West Coast and – you know, the uh, Central Coast now, um, East Coast. We get listeners, uh, Germany. Got a lot of Korean listeners that I see uh, from our tracking. We got like 8.8% from Korea. Great stuff. That's a lot. I know, right? That is a lot. Thanks, Korea. 8.8% of. I'm going to have to learn a, a greeting in Korean now. Not a bad idea. 8.8% of uh, 766 listeners per episode is a lot of people. We do get a good amount of listeners. 700 and, uh, billion. 700 billion. <laughs> you know what I love seeing? I love seeing how um, even weeks go by, new listeners tune in. So I guess you know the word gets out and people say, hey, check this out or check this artist out. Or a guy says, hey, I was on this show. And, and people continue to listen you know, well after our live broadcast. That's great. So keep listening. It is very cool just to see inside the studio and, and the new listeners and, and followers that pop up every week. So we welcome you, new listeners, and, and thank you so much for tuning in. Yes, we're this being so well-behaved tonight. This is Trying our show. We're being, we're being, we are being very well-behaved. It's usually not cute. usually very ugly by now. I have usually made 60 different innuendos and dropped several F-bombs. Normally. I made the only innuendo tonight. That was where? You did. You were. You got nuffier than I did. Never happened. Never. <laughs> Never. No. But uh, so, you were talking about your weekend, though, and I wanted to tell you a little bit about mine. So, how how was the party, and how was the rest of your weekend? Weekend was great. Party was great. Really, don't care what you did. So we're gonna skip right past oh. that part. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> Whew. I got a problem. No, great. Party was really good. It's uh, it's a great bunch of people. Um, it's the Woodland West gang, and uh, I know at times they listen. That's where Kevin's from too. Part of that Woodland West crew of people. Uh, always a good time. Very welcoming. They always have fun. They know how to have fun. A little weird this year. Party wrapped up around like one o'clock in the morning, which was bizarre. Usually it's four, five o'clock. Yeah. <laughs> how bizarre. How bizarre. <laughs> We don't sing here. That's why we have musical Ooh, guests. <laughs> All right, yeah, no. Ooh, baby, making me crazy. Yeah, we keep going. Every time <laughs> I'm going. Such a good song. Oh, my God. So right. um, the song is 12 a.m. by uh, Matt Legrand. We're going to play it again until we stop singing. No, seriously. Uh, right. But we're going to start doing that too, Joel. I think every night that we come on, we should play a song, maybe from like the past guest, Rehash. Because like Matt said, yes. you know, keep spinning it. We want to keep spinning it. We, we got to. Yes. They come on. They give Ooh. it to us. And, you know, Ooh. Scared. Yeah. Go ahead. No, 
I love now. I love all our musical guests, and I love playing in their songs. We always have like a music show. Um, you know, it's usually around the holiday season. So yes, we will absolutely keep spinning your music. And um, one little tidbit I had to put out. I just saw from Overwinter tonight. She's doing a cover of. Do you know who? Lana Del Rey. Lana- Lana Del Rey. Wow. So I told Overwinter, I'm like, you have to do some covers and and come back on. So, yes, love all our musical artists, and we will definitely keep playing all of your hits. Most of it ends up on my Apple Music, and I'll be in the car, and I'll be driving, and it'll come on. At first, I'll be like, "Hmm, this is, and I look down, I'm like, oh, yeah, absolutely. Mm-hmm. I get hooked on that stuff. It's great. That's how you, that's how you find music. And that's why we we try to stress to so many friends and family members on Hey, listen to our show because you never know who you're going to hear, what you're going to like, and what you want to keep on listening to. So tell your friends. I tell you what. If I wasn't going to Jeff Rainey's holiday holiday <laughs> Halloween wow. bash this weekend, I would be seeing Molly Rhythm and Trenton because I know they're performing. So they're amazing. And yes, we love you all. I think my party's just been canceled. Go see my. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah, Anthony played that one song. I don't know a lot of this. I know that one that I absolutely love. But that right, right meow, right, right meow, right meow, right meow. meow, 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 meow. I tell you what, I love it so much. I'm gonna play it. Am I? Wait, was it right meow or was it the devil never comes? Right meow. Right meow? Here's a problem. You're going to play that right meow? I was going to, but it's missing from my uh, playlist. I think we just have too many songs in there. What the heck happened? It's not on the list. (sighs) Bummer. That is a bummer. I'm going to play more tunes. Oh, well. Well, that's next. Okay, so we're not going to play right (laughs) meow. Right meow. Just snip it. Right now. Man, blew that. That was like the worst 30 seconds in radio show history. <laughs> That's absolutely terrible. It's our, our crack staff we have here of uh, me and Joel. <laughs> that was awesome. <laughs> our intern's off tonight. It's fine. Our intern's off every night. She's been long since fired. <laughs> Staying on the unemployment line. They're no pay. Um, doesn't really have a lot to do with the unemployment line. It's got to do with people who choose not to do their job or perform. Uh, the Super Bowl suddenly has a big list of bailouts. Uh, don't shake your head like you don't touch the subject. We're touching the subject, and I'm not going to get. I'm not going to bash. But um, <laughs> Rihanna had turned down the Super Bowl, which that that kind of stinks. But Finding a musical act is not a problem. This one gets me, and I'm not going to candy coat this because I'm not a, a massive fan of this person and what they stand for. Amy Schumer stepped up and said, oh, you know, in defense of Colin Kaepernick, I'm not going to do any Super Bowl ads this year. Yeah, so it looks like the Super Bowl's not going to happen this year because there's no Amy Schumer commercials. Your thoughts, Jewel? I... All right, totally touchy subject. I understand it. Either you're super in support of it or there's super backlash around it. We understand 
We're just reporting the news, so bear with us. But Amy Schumer did yes, say sir. that, and she she encouraged Maroon 5 not to do the Super Bowl, um, just like Brianna said, no, 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 I'm not doing the halftime show, in support of Colin Kaepernick and um, for racial injustice and police brutality. That is what the whole issue is over. Um, so, I, I'm look, Amy Schumer is a comedian. She's obviously in this um, political whirlwind right now. She's just it, it seems kind of odd just because she's kind of a, you know, devil may care, devil may care, may person. And, and she not only did that today, like talked about the Super Bowl, but she announced her pregnancy on social media with like a huge political thing, like who to vote for in each state. And then she said, oh, by the way, I'm pregnant. So it's like, go vote. I'm political now. And also, I'm having a baby. So it's very just odd with this whole Amy Schumer thing. I think she's funny. Um, I don't no. think everything she does is funny. But um, no. she did get some laughs from me sometime. Never. Absolutely okay. never. Just not a fan. But Amy no. Schumer's going to be on the show next week. so She should be on the Joe <laughs> Rogan show. The Heyman's in the Heyman's Show us a little dirty love. Hey. We love Hey Man. Not gonna find a Hey Man on the. Not gonna find a Hey Man on Joe Rogan show. <laughs> yeah, so that. Amy Schumer would probably be. Amy Schumer would probably be on the O show on the this yeah, Joe Rogan show. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, we lost. We had a very special studio guest who just turned around the other way. Might be my face. I have something to do with it. So that. cute. Aww. She is cute. Jules, literally. That's lovely. So, Jules, Sadie, it's that time of the show. Oh. It's time to tell the entire living, listening world what ticks me off. Ah. And, um, you know, I know it's a touchy subject, but I am going down this road. Careful now. I'm going to be careful. I'm not going to, you know. Single out. I don't, I don't tell you what to do, Jeff. <laughs> you do you. No, no, I get you. You're right. Just watch it. Sometimes, <laughs> sometimes I say jackass things, and we welcome these guests on the show, and sometimes I say dumb things. But, um, yeah, they're the Super Bowl protests and the protesting of a lot of um, celebrities, and it's getting a little out of hand. Uh, shows like Saturday Night Live, it's nothing more now than just political jokes the whole night. And it's very anti the president of the United States. It seems very chic. Um, meanwhile, when Obama was president, if you came down on him, you were a racist. Or it, when Bush was president, came down on him, you didn't like old people or whatever the heck it is. Look, you know, long story short, I love living in America. We're free. We have a lot of great rights and a lot of great freedoms. You know, and you heard the story, and I'm not – pro or against. I'm not going either way with it, but you heard the story now of this large caravan of migrants trying to make their way into our country, and they're gathering in numbers and trying to make their way in, because it it is a great country. It is great to be here. It is the American dream. We, we have it very fortunate. There's great there's great countries to live in. A friend of mine I was just talking to visits Italy. He says it's beautiful out there, and I get it. 
it's time for everybody to dig down deep and start taking pride in being an American. Be proud to be here. If you're not born here and you come over here, that's fine. If you're born here and you live here, that's fine. But love where you live. Don't be, oh, this is out to get me and that's out to get me and hate this. And people fight on social media over it and, and everything becomes negative. It doesn't have to be that way. Here's a kid, Matt Legrand. He said he was born in Chicago, spent his few years in France, came back here, and he said, I'm so happy to be here. I love it here. I love it here. And that's why his opportunity. He got a chance to be a musician and play for millions and millions of American people. And, yeah, you don't want to play the Super Bowl. You're, you're letting down hundreds of millions of people. For your stance, fine, have your stance. But don't sit there and tell everybody, don't play or else you're not one of us. Don't perform or else you're not one of us. Everybody's an individual. I would love a forum of any sort to do what I do here. I would love a bigger forum. I would love hundreds of millions of people to listen to me because that's why you entertain. That's why we blood, sweat, and tear. That's why we come on. That's why we do what we do. Uh, the, the grand message and what ticks me off isn't so much that people have their own beliefs. You're entitled to them. People are welcome to have stance and take a stance. But love your country and don't force your word on everybody else's throats just because you've got a celebrity platform that you've got to cram everything down other people's throats. Maroon 5 is listed as a social act. I don't need Amy Schumer telling him, don't perform if you believe in the cause. Let him perform. You shouldn't tell people what to do. Exactly. And and it's funny because I don't know the exact story, so I'm not going to elaborate on it. But there was this mm-hmm. big thing yesterday in the beginning of the Eagles game between Malcolm Jenkins and Eric Reed. Eric Reed was the guy with the 49ers that would kneel to Kaepernick for the cause. And him and Jenkins got into shoving and words because Jenkins has taken the cause in a different direction. He's trying to raise money and do things his way. Reed says they sold out him and Kaepernick. Now they're fighting amongst each other with the same belief. Just let everybody do things their way. Let them have their own feelings and their own thoughts and let them bring their own cause their own way. You know what ticks me off? People that got to force their will on you and act like they're right because they're the biggest barking dog or the loudest person or the one who pushes the hardest. Have faith in what you believe in. Stand for what you believe in. Stay positive. Love America. That's what ticks Jeff off. It just ticks me off. Um, I know I'm not the biggest fan, but um, I just always appreciated Bruce Springsteen because I love Bruce Springsteen. It, <laughs> he has always been um, voicing his opinion on politics, and I forget which president it was, possibly Reagan, wanted to use "Born in the USA" as their like campaign song. And Bruce wouldn't allow it because Born in the USA was not about it, it wasn't about what like promoting your your agenda right, or anything. It wasn't about good time America either. It wasn't about No, he he's talking about the blue collar workers, the guys who fought in Nam, like he's just saying how how bad the war was and he always like since the beginning of his career which spans since the 70s has just been about the blue collar American guy. He's a Democrat, whatever. He supported Hillary, all that, whatever. You can always support who you want to support. But um, he's been genuine, I would say, to his cause. Would you agree with that? He's been genuine to himself and, yeah. and, and you know, the hardworking East Coast guy. So he's sure. like, you know, down okay. to earth. Like, he drives a Ford, whatever. So, um, 
he is what I would call an old American, but just, you know, with his opinion or whatever. There is a lot of just political talk from everyone. You know, you're you're not an expert. Obviously, most people aren't on social media. Everyone has an opinion, but um, it's touchy. Everything, and people get very easily offended these days, and, you know, you have to be careful what you say and, and all this stuff, but, whew, um, I guess what I'm trying to say is <laughs> live each day to the fullest. I don't know. Can I just say what ticks me off? <laughs> you can. I was going to say real quickly, to, not to cut you off, but um, sure, sure. Opin- opinions are like assholes. Once you use it, it smells. <laughs> Go ahead. What you got for us? What ticks me off? You know, I was just trying to be positive today. It's a Monday. You know, I was just very tired. And the last thing I wanted to do was walking this freezing cold weather. I mean, we went from suffocating humidity two weeks ago to the chilliest weather, frost, snow on the East Coast. I, I can't. I can't bear it. I, I can't find my gloves. I don't know where my winter coat is. I think I have to buy a new one. It's just too much. Boning, I must say. And 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 for the parties on Saturday, it's going to be horrible, horrible, horrible weather. And the weather's really taking me off. <laughs> it's going to be horrible weather, really? Yeah, like storm, wind, hail. That's just great. But if you dress like the little kid from it, then then you'll be fine because you'll have a raincoat and be warm, maybe, and you'll float too. (laughs) And you'll float too. (laughs) Ah, Jewel Tady, never a dull moment. Um, a little scared tonight. A little scared of my sharp tongue. It's in, you know. Uh, so I just got a uh, text message that asked if we're having technical difficulties or am I having trouble listening? <laughs> Some difficulties. <laughs> Thank you, though. If we are, yeah. stay with us. It might come back. It's the uh, wonderful work of uh, our parent company here, Blog Talk Radio. But thank you for listening. And we apologize. I'll be listening to it tomorrow and just rake myself over the coals. So, um... We never got. We never got into uh, your weekend, Jewel. Oh, sorry. <laughs> no, it was fine. Um, I did a lot of fall activities, Jeff. Um, so I had my niece Madeline over for the weekend, and we went. We went and got pumpkins, and we had a beautiful fall day, even though it was really freezing out yesterday. Um, I tried to go to soccer. I, I ended up ripping my daughter out of her soccer game <laughs> yesterday morning because it was so freezing cold. Um, but it got warmer at the end of the day, so we ended up going to Freddie's Farm uh, up in beautiful Lansdale. And uh, she went on her first pony ride. There was a lot of firsts yesterday. She got stung by a bee in my house. That was terrifying. It's always terrifying to first bee sting because you're you're looking at her hand and you're like, oh, please no, please, like 
not let me have to go to the hospital right now. It's 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 scary. Um, but yeah, ended it with a lovely day at the farm and lovely I day. Saw some, lovely day. Saw some, uh, lovely livestock. Day. It's awesome. Oh, very nice. Great. It's fall. I love fall. Uh, this, this just ended the newsroom. The uh, Philadelphia Flyers lose one tonight, four to one. <sighs> they were playing terrible hockey. Another home loss. I blame a certain orange character who needs to be removed because he is bad luck. Jeff, I swear, for anyone listening who takes my idea, you better give me props because I thought of the best Halloween cute costume. But, like, a female gritty would definitely win, like, a costume contest. You could do it real cute. You could have a little um, hockey helmet and a Flyers jersey. No. Big no. orange eyelashes. No. <laughs> no. An orange wig. No. It's kind of crazy. Ever since Gritty came to I came in a Googly. <laughs> gritty, ladies and gentlemen. Gritty. He's yeah. frightening. He's done. There's a Gritty wedding cake. Wedding cake of Gritty. Wow. He made his uh, celebrity quite fast. Shame he did. Can't win a damn game with him. Um couple pieces of news from the music world because that's what we love here. OzFest 2018. Ozzy Osbourne going to keep on going. His days of Black Sabbath are over, but OzFest continues. And a couple big names already slated to play OzFest 2018. Rob Zombie and Marilyn Manson, the name two. That's pretty big news. Jewel, any interest at all in OzFest, Rob Zombie, Marilyn Manson? The only thing I want to see from Rob Zombie is that Broad Street Bully movie that we never got. He said he shot it in Croydon. Yeah. He said he was paying people in Croydon with Newports. He insulted our city, and <laughs> he was supposed to make a zombie Broad Street Bully movie, and it never happened. And now you're touring? Get on it. We want it. That's what happened. He probably got somebody in Croydon to film the f- movie, and they probably uh, OD'd while they were making it. <laughs> Hashtag no. Croydon Bullies. Curtain bullies. Curtain bullies. BB. BB. Curtain. Curtain BB bullies. Curtain BB bullies. A couple of bands that we won't be seeing anytime soon or probably ever again. A couple of different stories coming out here. The rock band Rush. Rock and Roll Hall of Fame rock band Rush. Uh, one of the most uh, popular bands of our time. Have announced that they have no plans to go on tour again. Ever. ever. They did a farewell tour. I don't know what that sound effect is, but okay. <laughs> so it's nine is not for Vent. There you go. Pretty good. Uh, but yeah, they have no plans to go on tour again. They said they are done. They packed it in. Um, it's a new tour for them. And. The rumored Motley Crew reunion, which apparently is in the court of law that they have to be sued if they reunite, not going to happen. Apparently, according to Nikki Six, uh, he has reached out to band members uh, Vince Neil, Tommy Lee, Mick Mars. The only person he's been in any contact with through that is Vince Neil, basically through text message. Tommy Lee doesn't respond. Um, Mick does not respond. So Motley Crew also not making a comeback. I've seen him five times. Definitely a good show. 
Jules looking at me because it's not her kind of music. I'm sorry, it's not Lana Del Rey news, but you know. No, gotta, no. I was going to say it's a bunch of. No, no, no. I was going to say it's a bunch of BS. If friggin' Axel Rose can go out on stage in a wheelchair and perform and have people talking about him, and you're not going to get together and do a final tour for your fans. Hey, whatever. What did we say earlier? Like, if you don't wake up in the morning, you don't want to do it, you don't want to do this tour, then it's not in yet. You don't have the passion for it. So, teach exactly. their own, I guess. Well, um, Molly Crew did their final farewell. Like I said, in the attorney oh. draw papers about <laughs> this, this potential lawsuit if they ever got back together again. I don't know who would sue them oh. or who would get what, but, yeah, there's a lawsuit. Again. Rush had announced it was going to be a final. There was whispers that they were coming back and are not doing it. So, that's okay. Perfectly fine. You know, you run your course and you know what's odd? That. Like number I've one, seen number three, number seven. What's that? Go ahead. Oh, odds. Um, I have seen the Backstreet Boys like eight times. Everybody, yeah. Um, I have zero desire to see them again. But I've seen them eight times. But I've seen Bruce at least ten times, and I would always want to go back and see Bruce. Isn't that odd? I don't know. When he got with Paris Hilton, I'm like, Nick Carter, you're done with me. <laughs> well, there's a Bruce Springsteen with Paris Hilton. Like, what the hell did that happen? Uh, Nick, Nick Carter went out with Paris Hilton. Who didn't go out with Paris Hilton? Besides me, of course. She's engaged to the dude from The Leftovers, the kid. Okay. I love The Leftovers. It's a great show if you haven't watched. It's all on demand. I had to say, somebody made a a meme that is on social media that I swear they stole from me because I always say this and now I see it. Toilet paper math is the hardest kind of math. 12 rolls equals 54 regular rolls. 30 double plus equals 68. 18 triple equals 82 rolls, 12 super mega rolls equals 72 regular rolls. What the hell was it with toilet paper? And the, you know, it, that, you know what? That, and that stupid, it's 80 degrees, it feels like 90. So then if it feels like 90, isn't it 90? <laughs> no, because it's staggering humidity because we live in a place where it's humid. But let me ask you a serious question because I have two bathrooms in my house. You You have two bathrooms too, right? Two and a half. Two and a half. Okay. So how many, when you go, I guess, your grocery, because I get two. <laughs> Every time. Hey, you kind of broke up a little bit, so I missed half the question. Oh. How many paper rolls do you buy at a time? I never get the big packs. I always get just two. They have two bathrooms. Wait. We get the big packs only because like we don't want to keep buying and buying and buying, like having to go like every weeks. And we always have company stopping by, so we always like to be uh, prepared. Oh, um, uh, Jeff has friends, yeah, like, so he buys one. <laughs> that's right. Let it be known when you come to my house, you have nice toilet paper. Try that Scott. next time. Next Scott. time Jessica Bar comes on, I'll tell her. Oh, okay. Well, I'm about my base and about my good poop. I don't think I Scott. <laughs> yeah, Scott's the best. I don't think um, celebrities use toilet paper. I not. always, always have to have the the wipes in the bathroom. 
losing the A game. Rumor said the uh, rumor said the game. We got about ten minutes to go. Jewel, I think, has uh, gotten caught off again. There she is. I'm like talking through her, and she's talking, and doesn't know that I can't hear her. <laughs> like good stuff. I'm good. Can you hear me now? Can you hear I can me hear now? That's correct. Can hear me? I can hear you. All right. Um, I got to expect more text messages and emails telling me how they can't hear us. That's excellent. I thank you, thank you Block I know we got to get through the list, and I never sent it to you. Do you want me to read it off? Can you hear me? Yeah, I can hear you. Go ahead. Tell us who's going to be on the show in the upcoming days, okay. Jewel. I'm very excited. I'm probably only going to go to the end of November because that's what we have in stone right now. But, um, yeah, so we are looking forward to Wednesday when we have Driftwood Soldier, Philly Zone Driftwood Soldier. Oh, man, this band is so good. They remind me of the Dead South. Foot stomping makes you want to just, you know, get some moonshine in you and have a great time. So they're this Wednesday, October 24th. Next Monday, we have our Halloween Spooktacular. Jenny, amazing artist, Jenny Bruce, a.k.a. Ghost. That's Ghost, G-H-O-S-T-E. And she's coming out with her new song, Haunted. So it's going to be super spooky. It's electro-pop. It's fabulous. Then we are off for Halloween, obviously, because we have some trick-or-treating to do. But we come back on November 5th with superstar runway model and author of her brand new book, um, Shayla Edmonds. Super excited. She was a model in the 70s, and she's just doing big things in New York. Super excited to talk to her. Also, that's going to be a doubleheader because we also have EDM artist Kim Cameron. Kim Cameron blowing up the dance charts, billboard, everything. Super excited to have her on. Um, Wednesday, November 7th, we have Nashville blues artist James House and the Black Feathers, who are Americana. Very cool music. Um, they're a husband and wife duo from the UK. So James House and the Black Feathers are they are both performing in NYC on separate shows um, the following week, so we're going to have them on the same night too. November 12th. We also have a double header. We got a lot of double headers coming up, but they're they're around the same in the same show, doing the same thing. It's Eileen Sherman and Grant Malloy Smith. So it's gonna be an awesome show. Grant Malloy Smith, huge following, great country singer. Um oh, this was just confirmed. Super excited. <sighs> Such a fan of this girl. Stacy K is gonna be on November fourteenth. Rapper singer she's amazing what she can do with her voice anyone that can take a sia song and make it their own like sia her range is insane and stacy just goes right up to the challenge um talking with our people now they're super cool and i know it's going to be a great interview um monday the 19th we have country pop artist brian faldudo super excited to have him on um and then that brings us into thanksgiving week but november 21st is the dead south show so we're trying to go to that right jeff trying to get to see the dead south here on the first day we're on our show excellent interview great band uh jewel thank you for that lineup and i will add yeah super duper exciting news november 28th 
she is back. She is gorgeous. She is talented. She is sweeter than sweet. All the way over from London, England, it is Lilith from Lilith and Night. She'll be back November 28th to debut yet another brand new song right here on the Yo Show. We can't wait. Lilith is phenomenal. One of the great acts, great voice, just a super sexy, beautiful woman. And like I said, Heart of Gold, she's outstanding. That is November 28th. So as you see, we've got a full lineup for you. Jules has been working hard to get act. Uh, I've been working hard to get Lilith, and she is coming back. She's agreed we're going to debut her song right here. On the Yosho on the 28th, it's due out November 30th. We got holiday plans, we got holiday shows, we got it all coming up for you right here on the Yosho. And we thank you for listening and those who tuned in. We apologize tonight for a little bit of tough technical difficulty. We were doing good. I think I jinxed it by telling Jewel we finally nailed it. And of course, tonight we're all over the board. Outstanding. Please <laughs> <laughs> <Yes>, be <we> tried. <laughs> so, yeah, so apparently we're having, uh, I know we've got a few minutes left. I know it's going to be tough for you, Jewel, but apparently. A lot of my upcoming guests at this Halloween party this weekend have decided we're having a doubleheader. We're having a Halloween party. A lot of them are going to crash, and we're going to check out the Eagles game at 9.30 in the morning from London, England. Oh, wow. Eagles. I forgot that was Saturday. Yeah, they try to get off the schneid Sunday, 9.30 Sunday. Oh, sorry. <laughs> get off the schneid against the um, Jacksonville Jaguars in London, England. Uh, teams that were predicted to make the Super Bowl this year. We're both three and four and struggling. So should be very interesting. We look forward to that. Um, again, Halloween party Saturday, Eagle Sunday. It's a great time. A lot of great stuff to look forward to. Uh, so let's wrap it up here. Very, very massive special thank you to tonight's guest, singer, songwriter, one hell of a nice guy, Matt Legrand. Again, uh, is two songs, 12 a.m. and the song Who played here tonight. Check them out on all kinds of social medias. you find Matt Legrand on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and his official website, Matt Legrand. We lost Jewel before the show ended. She got cut off, so we will uh, – I'll wrap it up myself. We'd like to thank all of you for tuning in again to another episode of The Yo Show, coming from Philly, bringing you the world as we did again tonight, all the way from Chicago, the Grand. And don't forget Wednesday, Driftwood Soldiers, a local Philly band. Looking very forward to having them playing music and checking that out as well. For Jeff the Shark Perini and, of course, the lovely Jewel Tatey, wishing you all a very great night out there in Philly and across the world, and we will talk to you again on Wednesday. Remember, as always, don't be a douche. Good night, all. Oh, and be nice to people. Even the shitty ones? I forget what Joel says, but it's something like that. Got to do Joel's send-off, too, since we lost her. Have a great night, everybody.